good evening everyone i'm sure all of us are right here and i hope we're all going to have a wonderful time today our speaker is already here so let me begin good evening everyone and welcome to enlightened leader leadership conference for educators this event will take you on a short journey of introducing you to creative minds joining us from different parts of the world in this event innovative topics informative content and progressive initiatives are being shared with you we remain hopeful that this session over three days will and has inspired you to take your school community to a new direction of development as today is the second day my name is charles clarence and i am your moderator for today passion about learning is how i describe myself before we begin today's session i request all our audiences to immerse themselves in the session and hold their questions which will be addressed after all the sessions are over i'm very proud and it is my privilege to welcome and introduce sahiti devi forbes 30 under 30 2021 and founder of impact scientist she is the national brand ambassador for sdgs that is sustainable development goals by the confederation of indian macro small and medium enterprise cim sme that's what it's better known as on a mission to bring out the stories of women made products from the bottom of the pyramid and she likes to create a women's leadership platform for incubating and providing partnership both for individuals and entrepreneurs at various stages i'm able to listen to my heart and that is the greatest privilege i have this is what i liked about her when she said this her session topic is women leadership and rural entrepreneurship please welcome forbes 30 under 30 2021 and founder of impact scientists sahiti devi the stage is all yours madam welcome please so thank you so much for inviting me and having me in this program to share my story and a little bit of my experience and i'm really glad to be a part of this and uh, i'll take it forward from here so my name is sahiti i am the founder of impact scientist i'm not reintroducing myself because you have uh, done it wonderfully sir thank you so much once again So my journey started uh, mostly like the social impact journey started when I uh, you know when I was a kid and I was going to my grandfather's uh, village with him and that's It's when I knew clock. that uh, uh, there are villages there is the government system and there are colleges there are politicians it's not just us and our life but there is a whole lot of society uh, that is functioning and as an individual we can make an impact if we want to so th- this was something i broadly understood as a child and then i did my b farm and uh, went to united states did, did my masters in social entrepreneurship and uh, from harvard online i've uh, completed my edu- executive education uh, from harvard online and uh, later i came back and i mean i uh, again did design thinking practitionership and i joined a startup called chezuba Uh, which is a non uh, which is working with more than 1000 non-profits across the world and i was serving as head of partnerships and finally in 2019 i had my calling 
and I had quit my job and I started my own website called uh, Impact Scientist. And the major goal of Impact Scientist was to write, uh, to write and create awareness about the sustainable development goals because uh, the CIMSE uh, announced me as the national brand ambassador for sustainable development goals. And the goals are supposed to be fulfilled by 2030. That's what the United Nations Treaty means, where 150 countries together went in 2012 and signed this treaty that by 2030, there are certain uh, 16 goals, 17 goals, which we as a country will be arriving. Too. So after this, uh, uh, you know, initially I started writing about all the various uh, goals and then I channelized myself to one goal, which is uh, gender equality. And uh, there I came up with so many uh, numbers that I came up with so many numbers uh, and the various reports and analysis which was done, like, for example, by McKinsey, uh, there was a report that by, you know, by 2025, if at least half our population, half our women population uh, participates in the formal economy, India is going to, uh, India's economy will increase by 27% if women start participating equally in the economy. And that is the potential, broader potential, potential that is held in Indian village. Major instrument of uh, uh, that was my mission. So and then I started. Writing stories about successful. women uh, from media from the government from uh, from the corporate and women creators but most of the women i'm supposed to fight for are living in its villages so why am i in hyderabad why am i living in a village how am i going to uh, talk and uh, communicate with my stakeholders or my beneficiaries for whom i'm working for and then i moved from uh, hyderabad to a two-tire place in andhra pradesh and stayed there for one and a half year Worked with handloom industry, bamboo industry, brick making industry, broom making, cashew nut, mango jelly, and so many different kinds of uh, supply chains on ground. I, I used to go and spend one, two days trying to understand how these supply chains are impacting women. What are the policies around women? Uh, how are they getting the capital? How are they you know, building the products? What is the problem in the marketing? Where is the seed coming from? Are the seeds, hybrid seeds or the natural seeds, are they having polymers? And you know, how, how are these products going to reach the e-commerce markets and survive the e-commerce markets? Because most of the art related, whoever is an artisan, you know, a true artisan will not know how to sell properly. So that is one more thing which I explored in this uh, whole journey. So which means there's a need of entrepreneurs at the bottom of the pyramid where the beneficiaries are creating, where the creators are creating these products, we uh, individuals, we as a government, like everybody needs to collaborate. It's not just the government's job or a corporate's job to go and do a CSR activity in a village, but individuals need to go there for research, for survey, to understand the supply chains. So like that, I worked with more than 15 supply chains. It gave me a great experience. And as impact scientist, I was not making revenue yet. And that put me into my next stage, which was like, okay, I'm 
empowering women by writing their stories their uh, products are reaching many b2b platforms and people are reaching out to me uh, you know saying that we want 100 products or we want to invest in this uh, say for example a bamboo soap we had somebody saying that you know uh, we want to invest in organic cosmetics so what i'm doing is i'm writing the stories and the story itself is acting like the brand story or the marketing story and then we are taking it to the b2b platforms not doing the b2c right now so next step was the economic empowerment and to pilot the economic empowerment part which which was very important for us to economically uh, empower them sustainably at the same time so that brought me to the next segment of working with few uh, three villages 150 weavers in andhra where i studied the complete cotton supply chain of uh, what happens from cotton seed to when the sari reaches the uh, showrooms and e-commerce platforms so i worked on it for 3 long months and sold more than 100 sarees all by myself i was it was covid and post covid uh, nothing was open so i was taking pictures editing and uh, you know reaching out to people procuring stuff working on the logistics so i wanted this 3 months of experience and after which i came to oroville because it was very important uh, for me to kind of give wings to this idea and take it to the next level and not just limited to handlooms but bring all pottery terracotta handlooms and whichever supply chains i'm working with and i'm going to work with or i'm going to write the stories about all those people will be listed on us and will be economically empowered also and that brought me to oroville and oroville is a beautiful place uh, where i'm i joined as a director for one of the non-profits called mohanam village and heritage center uh, it is a non-profit that was started 20 years ago in 2011 and uh, today they are a five acre campus in oroville and working with kindergarten students working on creating bamboo instruments there's a bio bio region art and craft village in inside this and there are more than 14 15 like projects that are happening for village artisans and things related to heritage and culture so i merged the vision of impact scientist and monam as we are doing the same things on you know different stages we thought that collaborating will kind of multiply and magnify the process and the impact for the beneficiaries will be great so yeah i'm here i am in oroville doing beautiful stories there are hundreds of social enterprises here and working with a women's group called oro shakti which is a uh, women's group of mohanam village and heritage center it has 120 women and uh, we are doing so many self development traveling and uh, dance and like you know a complete holistic because usually when we say self help group it boils down to how much money can we give them and uh, uh, we are not measuring the output with that but the way we are working is very holistically and uh, craving for a deeper impact and also getting the uh, business point of view into the picture and just not social because we need purpose and profit Uh, to parallelly uh, you know run because the future is sustainable but at the same time uh, we need to create sustainable solutions for the non profit products that are coming out and that is how uh, you know using india using villages and using these beautiful products that are completely organic and sustainable because 99% of the products that are created from our past and or, or from the villages are natural 
so we actually have to reverse engineer ourselves and re-innovate and you know rethink we don't have to create rocket science or come up with something which is not existing we just have to travel back to our villages because most of the practices which are futuristic were used in our villages past then so we need to understand our country again we need to understand the villages again and we need to bring women to the forefront of uh, you know of all the businesses and products and give equal opportunities to both men and women uh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity this was my little bit of a journey and experience i think that was really awesome and uh, it's it's going to be time for us to um uh, basically we'd be asking questions at the end but i think we have a little time to squeeze in for one or two questions right now sure. and then we'll uh, move ahead okay. so we want to know a, a few challenges that you faced while dealing uh, you know while entering into this ecosystem uh challenges are the default challenges i think which every entrepreneur whether a male or female faces nobody will believe in your idea and especially if you're in the social impact space people will wait uh, when will your revenue come when will this actually crack when will you get back what you are investing why have you done masters in united states and coming back and not making enough money and you know why are you going on the grassroots levels and struggling so much so these are the very basic things I think but without people saying this I wouldn't have got here so every single person who uh, questioned me who didn't believe in me or who doubted me has been my greatest inspiration because people who supported me were always there with me but uh, uh, given my critiques were my greatest uh, growth factors I think everyone faces this and uh, it's it's important to self discover yourself and give enough time for yourself to travel to volunteer to meet more and more people to explore more and more stories around yourself so that you are aware of yourself and you're happy with yourself and you don't look for anything outside you and when you reach that point i don't think any challenge will look like a challenge that is so wonderful thank you so much for it uh you've always said that your husband has uh, been a great support to you uh where else do you find your support from apart from that okay uh so we are not together anymore uh i'm sorry to inform you like this but we both are very I'm sorry about that we are very happy that we have uh, taken our own paths and we are proud of what we both are doing but uh, yes definitely he's been a great friend and he's been a great support system but now he's got his own dreams to follow and uh, i wish him all the best but apart from that mohanam and uh, my complete alumni network of uh, my masters my father and every single person whom i meet or i've done 35 stories till now of women and i think every woman i meet is terrific i cannot say that this story was more impactful or you know because every story has its own unique learning and i'm addicted to you know finding these stories and uh, I, i live by these stories so uh, the the support comes from every has there been everything someone... around me that's so wonderful so is this a unique story of uh, one particular person that you would like to share that you find will inspire all of us 
so that's a very tough question <laughs> i know okay but you will have some favorite ones all teachers have a favorite teacher student but they'll always say I, i look at everyone equally maybe there's someone who is your favorite among them so this really brings me down to uh, especially because of the platform we're talking today uh, i really want to share this and i think my favorite person in the world her name is ms uh, ms mukta sharma Uh, she is the principal of uh, kindergarten of delhi public school bhopal i am a delhi dps alumni i study in bhopal for 8 years and uh, i i started writing at the at you know in my fifth class uh, and she actually and and as impact scientists today i'm creating content and in my fifth class is when i wrote my first poem and my first poem was for her about her i didn't write about my parents or anybody it was about my teacher my english teacher who's now the principal so i think that day she took my poetry and she said read it out loud to the class and everyone clapped and she had tears so and since then till now she's in touch with me she follows me on linkedin so i think whoever i become in my life it all comes down to what ma'am will think of me or you know will she feel proud of me or not will she give me as an example to the students whom she's talking to or not so i'm really holding the responsibility of making my teachers happy or because i had a great relationship with my teachers because i was in hostel most of the times and away from my parents so my teachers were my everything so whenever i do something uh, i always think of my teachers as my everything so my greatest inspiration is my teachers that was so wonderful madam and uh... I'm sure you've read the comment section over here. There's a comment that has come from Rachna Joshi, madam, which says, "Your inner beauty reflects in your work, ma'am." Right? So, uh, can you tell us a little about inner beauty and how we all can actually get inner beauty? Um, I didn't know the difference between, uh, like, I always, I think my father always uh, taught me. to identify beauty without body so i like i knew i loved my grandma because of the way she hosts at least 20 25 people i used to take my seniors and juniors and everybody home without even intimating her that i'm taking them home and she used to cook for them in 45 minutes and so happily host them so like these kind of things they humbled me i came to oroville i'm living in a bamboo hut it's a house made of keith and bamboo i have chickens hens goats i live in a cow farm and uh, you know i walk barefoot in oroville like at least when i'm around home there are so many trees and animals around me and we have a community so we share so many things and uh, you know three of our neighbors together we have one fridge because we want to save environment and uh, for example so these kind of things a uh, kind of humble me down the uh, i i was a very uh, like difficult person before i would say but uh, as i keep meeting more and more people and uh, every story that i hear from people uh, it changes me and it makes me feel like i should be more accepting uh, to be able to grow uh, i should be more understanding uh, to be able to give so these kind of things maybe uh, you know internally change a lot of things for a person 
when you and and especially moving from one place to another from bhopal to san francisco to sri lanka to andhra to hyderabad and now to oroville it's like a like you know I have to let go of one place a set of people uh, always with whom i create a very uh, deep bond and then i move on to another place and then start from scratch and creating all the uh, things again so this whole uh, churn is doing a lot of wonders for me as a person that's so wonderful i'll just give you the last question and uh, basically i'm not skeptical whatsoever but most people would ask what is someone like you who's been through you know who has seen almost half the world and and all the glitter of the world doing in this rural environment yes i i environment you know basically i it's actually it is a it it ended at rural environment basically i'd like to say is uh, when there i'm not skeptical but there are many people who would say a person who's been through everything in the world and has seen all the glitter of the world what are they doing in a rural environment every glitter every luxury i think all the beauty in the world is residing in indian villages the air quality the food people make the way people host the products that are being created and manufactured at the village level the traditions that we have the heritage from the history i think every village is like a country of itself like where they have their own traditions and they they are able to withhold those traditions right like we like us like if i'm going to hyderabad i'm Uh, probably like a different person or if i'm in san francisco i was a different person but now living in a village i know the value of kolam i know the value of festivals so i'm not overlooking those things but i'm able to dive deep and understand why these things were there what is the uh, mythology behind it what were the stories created with it and how we can take it forward because we are still learning british history where is the indian history where are where are we like we have to Uh, i think villages uh, i i want everyone to move to a village i want everybody to experience villages and i invite everyone to oroville to experience this so that you can go back and uh, take the same energy to uh, your villages and feel the same from your villages too